Section 17C, Preparedness and Protection. 17.5, Preparedness and Protection Procedures. Air Force units must take action to prepare for, respond to, recover from, or mitigate the effects of an attack or event to ensure we can conduct prompt, sustained, and decisive combat operations in compromised environments. Countering chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats requires extraordinary preparedness. Establishing and conducting preparedness actions effectively and efficiently will increase the protection of mission-critical resources and force survivability. These actions should be considered mission-critical and given a high priority when the threat of enemy attack is high. Installations will establish several actions to counter these attacks during the preparedness phase, often dependent on the installation's threat probabilities. Airmen should understand the importance of knowing an installation's preparedness actions well before an attack. 17.6 Air Force Emergency Notification Signals Every Air Force installation must have a rapid and effective system to quickly disseminate emergency information, such as watches, warnings, evacuation routes, and protective actions. When a disaster or incident affecting the base is imminent or in progress, Personnel must respond to directions communicated over mass notification and warning systems or other communication channels, whether visual or audible. Be sure to understand how notifications and warnings are executed to ensure prompt, informed, and ready responses to local emergencies. 3-5 to five Minute Steady Tone The 3-5 to five Minute Steady Tone indicates a disaster or incident is imminent or in progress. Individual actions are to be alert take cover or evacuate to safety, follow instructions, and account for personnel. 3-5 to five Minute Wavering Tone The 3-5 to five Minute Wavering Tone indicates an attack or hostile act is imminent or in progress. Individual actions are to be alert, execute security measures, follow instructions, and account for personnel. Lockdown, Lockdown, Lockdown the announcement, Lockdown, 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 indicates an active shooter incident is in progress. Individual actions are to remain calm and implement lockdown procedures. All clear. The announcement, All clear, indicates the immediate disaster or threat has ended. Individual actions are to remain alert, account for personnel, and report hazards, injuries, and damages. 17.7 Attack Warning Signals Attack warning signals are established and used to notify personnel of emergency conditions. The warnings may be communicated through mass notification and warning systems, display of alarm condition flags, or through other communication channels. Attack warning signals are used to posture air bases for attacks, warn of attacks in progress, initiate post-attack recovery actions, and return the airbase to a normal wartime state of readiness. Note. Attack warning signal variations may be used in some geographical regions. Airmen will be notified of variations used before departure from home station or upon arrival into the region. 17.8 Mission-Oriented Protective Posture Levels The Air Force Mission-Oriented Protective Posture, MOP, levels are established to quickly communicate the required individual protective equipment and protection levels for in-place forces to take in the event of wartime chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear operations or attack conditions. The installation commander determines the initial level, based on MOP condition analysis, and adjusts levels as mission priorities change. 
MOP levels are used in conjunction with alarm conditions to quickly increase or decrease protection against threats. Split mission-oriented protection posture levels. Split MOP is a tactic used to divide an installation or operating location into two or more chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear zones rather than having to declare the entire installation as contaminated. If movement or travel between zones is necessary, zone transition points are used to contain contamination while allowing the movement of people, equipment, and needed supplies in and out of established zones. Attack warning signals and associated MOP levels are outlined here. Attack warning signal. Alarm green. Attack is not probable. MOP zero, or as directed. Normal wartime conditions. Resume operations. Continue recovery actions. Attack warning signal. Alarm yellow. Attack is probable in less than 30 minutes. MOP two, or as directed. Protect and cover assets. Go to protective shelter, or Seek best protection with overhead cover. Attack warning signal. Alarm red. Air or ground attack is imminent or in progress. MOP 4 or as directed. Take immediate cover. Or seek immediate protection with overhead cover. Report observed activity or attacks. Attack warning signal. Alarm black. Attack is over and CBRN contamination and or UXO hazards are suspected or present. MOP 4 or as directed. Perform self-aid buddy care. Remain under overhead cover or within shelter unless directed otherwise. 17.9. Individual protection. Individual protection is comprised of singular use or a combination of individual protective equipment, vaccinations and prophylaxis, protective shelters, evacuation, relocation, exposure control, contamination control, and warning and notification systems. Individual protection measures are taken in stages equivalent to the urgency and nature of the threat. Command and theater-specific instructions will direct the proper individual protective postures. Ground Crew Ensemble Regardless of the type of agent, concentration, or method of attack, the best immediate protective equipment against chemical agents is the Ground Crew Ensemble, a whole-body system which protects the wearer against chemical biological warfare agents toxins, and radiological particulates. Individual protection includes a protective mask with filters, overgarments, protective gloves, and footwear covers or overboots. It also includes M8 and M9 detector paper, reactive skin decontamination lotion, and M295 decontamination kits. Knowing the specific mop gear that must be carried and or worn during the various mop levels is essential to ensuring the best protection possible in all conditions. As depicted by Air Force Emergency Management, Table 17.1 is provided to show appropriate individual protective postures for MOP levels. 17.10 Personnel Sheltering All installations are required to conduct threat-based shelter planning. The installation commander is responsible for establishing a shelter plan and should designate unit responsibility for preparing and operating each shelter during an attack or event. Shelters are structures that protect personnel from chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear effects over extended periods. Shelter selection is based on structural and personnel housing capabilities in relation to potential types of disasters. Personnel may be required to shelter in place in the event the type or extent of the hazard is unknown or evacuation at the time would be dangerous. To ensure the inside of facilities do not become contaminated, 
Occupants will close all windows and doors and turn off ventilation systems at the time of the suspected attack. Refer to AFMAN 10-2502, Air Force Incident Management Standards and Procedures, for shelter planning information. Refer to AFMAN 10-2503, Operations in a Chemical, Biological, Radiological, Nuclear, and High-Yield Explosives, CBRNE Environment, for additional information on wartime sheltering. Collective Protection Systems Collective protection systems are used in conjunction with protective shelter locations and other facilities. Collective protection systems provide protection from chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear agents using an overpressure system to keep threat agents outside of certain facilities, ultimately allowing the occupants to work or rest inside the facility without wearing protective gear. Many of these facilities will have integrated contamination control areas where contaminated personnel are able to enter the facility once decontaminated. Note, active shooter lockdown procedures are not the same as those used for shelter-in-place. 17.11 Critical Resource Protection Prior to a chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear attack, Every unit must determine which equipment and assets can be stored, protected, or covered to shield against contamination. Protecting these vital resources will minimize or completely remove the requirement to decontaminate them for mission use after an attack. To the maximum extent possible, aircraft, vehicles, aerospace ground equipment, and munitions should be covered or moved inside. Bulk supplies should be placed in shelters or under overhead cover. If equipment cannot be placed under overhead cover, it must be covered or wrapped with at least one layer of barrier material to prevent contamination. When possible, two layers of barrier material used to cover the tops of vehicles and equipment will serve to ensure contamination can be removed, safely discarded, and replaced as necessary.